Yo, 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 yo. That shit was dramatic as fuck. Oh, man. We're gonna have a eulogy for the Las Vegas Raiders 2022-23 season. Damn. Over before it begins. I'm so disappointed. But I'm excited to be here on episode 118 of the Puro Caballero Show. You know what it is. You know the fucking vibes. How we doing? How are you? Um, yeah, we've gotten and survived week two. Now we on to week three. And looking forward to week four of the NFL season. Might as well get right into it, man. RIP to my, my Las Vegas Raiders. It's so sad. I, I still want to call them the Oakland Raiders. It's, it's, yeah, it's... Sad turn of events of what happened. Um, I don't know if you guys paid attention, but uh, Kyler Murray pulled off a crazy comeback uh, in a week full of crazy comebacks in the NFL in week two. I can't believe that happened. And then another disappointing outcome in week three against Tennessee. Um, yeah, what's going on? What's going on, folks? Oh, forgot to let you guys know. Um, yeah, it is late as fuck, and I'm tired as hell, and I'm irritated <laughs> once again um, over here talking about this Raiders team. But um, it is now, what is it, September 27th? Uh, so, yeah, in the middle of this NFL season, we keep moving along. Um, a lot of shit to talk about, a lot going on, a lot of offseason storylines in the NBA, crazy shit um, going on there, some spicy news going on in, in uh, uh what, across the pond, I guess. Um, big fat Vienna sausage fingers taking the throne. Uh, let's see. We got some other shit going down in the States as well. But, uh, yeah, let's just get right into it, man. I'm fucking disappointed for this. It's Raiders season, man. 0-3 to start the year. I feel like the team was, like, legitimately three plays away from being 3-0. and But them be the fucking breaks. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you can have as many excuses as you want to, but ultimately you got to get the job done. And that Raider coaching staff has not done that yet. A lot of question marks regarding what the hell they're doing on offense. Um, Maybe the lack of pressures on defense, possibly. Um, A lot of of question marks. Clock management issues, I want to say, the last game and a half, two games. Um, yeah, man, I think it's, it's, yeah, there's a litany of shit going down. And it's not, like, super egregious, but it's, like, little things where you they just add up. And it's just, I, I wouldn't say uncharacteristic because <laughs> this franchise is known for having mental mistakes and mental errors. But they had a few things break their way, and they still couldn't get uh, capitalized on it. Down two touchdowns and going into halftime they squandered a couple opportunities to get right back into the game Uh, they got a pick and then they got a stop on fourth and one against a team that was like running the ball pretty damn well against them all game so it's like what the hell man so those are two blown opportunities and then just like right at the end they have that crazy crazy comeback with uh, matt collins catching that fourth down pass and then catching the uh the touchdown right at the end weren't able to get that two-point conversion and that's the game lose by two points but uh damn man like a lot of questions i know they try to get wall of the ball a bit but like man he got leveled on that last throw the last play he, or, he had another one where it was like thrown behind him and uh it got tipped for a pick 
which I don't think is Waller's fault. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say because he was he would have let him into the safety and he would have got demolished. So that shit would have would have been would have been devastating. He did take a big hit anyway, but um Man, Devontae Adams though, like the man you paid like what? Hundred and something million dollars to go get from Green Bay. And you're not throwing him the ball. Like, what the hell's going on? Throw Devontae the ball. Devontae needs to eat. Get him his servings. God damn it, man. I understand taking advantage of matchups. Like, if certain guys are getting double teamed or shadowed in one way, a lot of attention on defense, you got to go to the other people, right, to keep them honest. But at a certain point, you do have to feed the beast, right? You got to let that man cook a little bit. And just just do some magic because he's done that shit before. We've seen it happen. Let him win those matchups where he's not necessarily open, but you can still get him the ball. You know what I mean? Like, I like wouldn't fault Carr more if he had more turnovers, but he was trying to get the ball to him than kind of failing hitting your third and fourth option on a pass play. You know what I mean? Like. And then not being able to run the ball consistently through two solid halves. That's that's also also a big problem. Because uh, they got Jacobs going like a little bit in there in the third quarter, but they couldn't sustain that shit for the rest of the game. So like it's problems. Um thought Chandler Jones would be able to get a little bit more pressures by this point, but you know, that's another thing to question. They've been banged up a bit in the secondary, so can't be too too critical there, but like man. Yeah, man, it's like it's like so close for that team. It's just I don't know. Like I feel better about the Raiders' ta- overall talent and than I do against teams that have like two wins in the NFL. So it doesn't make sense. It does not make full sense. But it's just fucking frustrating, man. Three, yo, I think the stat was since like two thousand teams have like a five percent chance of making the playoffs. After going 0-3. So, like, it has happened. But, like, damn. It is slim to none. So, like, RP to the Raiders, man. That was fucking very quick. Um, a lot of questions about Derek Carr. A lot of questions about Josh McDaniels. New head coach. Um, had a, apparently a long meeting with the owner, Mark Davis, after the game. So, we'll see what comes of that. That's never a good sign when uh, you got to have an extended conversation to talk the shit out. A lot of questions like what the fuck's going on like and <laughs> the owner he he wasn't even there uh for the home opener uh which we'll get into later uh, i kind of agree for him but like yeah we'll we'll talk about that a little later but uh damn man, so disappointing so disappointing a lot of craziness going on in the nfl um as always this is a fucking rough and tumble league there's always injuries there's always dramas always storylines <laughs> Um, now let's go back to week two, shall we? Because there was a lot of shit that happened in that week. Uh, as I mentioned, the crazy comebacks. Um, Kyler Murray, man, what did he run? Like 80 yards on that two-point conversion against the Raiders and got that shit done. That was utterly disappointing because it felt like they had that game right in the bag. Kyler looked like he was lost out there, just like zoning out and just like not paying attention. But like pulled that shit out of his ass and just got the victory, man. Um they snatch, Raiders snatch defeat from the, the jaws of victory, I guess. Is that, is that apt, I guess? I don't know. It was a 
frustrating as hell here sitting and watching the game, man. That shit was shit was boo-boo, man. That shit was boo-boo. Um, besides that, though, there was a couple other big comebacks. I saw Miami. They came back from, uh, I think it was like three touchdowns deficit against Baltimore and got the victory in the fourth quarter. Tua, I think he threw like six touchdowns, had a bajillion yards. Waddle and Tyreek Hill both went off with like over 100 receiving yards and like two touchdowns each. So it was like fantasy football heaven there I, I like Baltimore went off on offense too Lamar Jackson had like a 75 yard run for a touchdown he had like a long touchdown throw as well um yeah he was just killing them and then Baltimore's defense I would say uncharacteristically but the last couple of years they've been kind of like on the downturn so yeah gave it up and my more to Miami's credit I'd say on that that big comeback as a I mean, a lot of that, a lot of haters, a lot of doubters, but Tua did his thing on that Sunday, and he continued that into this week. We'll get into that, but uh, the last comeback that happened it was the Jets in Cleveland. Joe Flacco, old ass Joe Flacco, had one more comeback in him, and uh, yeah, it was like a minute thirty, busted coverage, gets a quick touchdown. I think it was to Garrett Wilson, and then. They get an onside kick. The kicker fakes like he's going to kick it to the right side, goes over to the left side, uh, touches the defender, bounces back to the the Jets. They recover first, I think, onside of the season. So congrats to the Jets special teams there. Um, Very difficult play to pull off. So they get that ball back. And then, like, three or four plays later, (laughs) they, like, march down the field. And they get a touchdown like on a slant throw with like plenty of time left. <laughs> it was like 40 or 50 seconds left in the game. So uh, Cleveland still had an opportunity to do something, but uh, they ended up throwing an interception uh, to end the game and give the Jets the first victory of the season. So it was uh, three crazy comebacks happen in week two. A lot of wild shit. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah, there was that whole brawl between the Bucks and the Saints. They always get into it every time they've uh, uh, played each other since Tom Brady's been coming in. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> we talk about the Browns. What up, Manila? How we doing? Shout out DJ Manila Ice. How we feeling? Yeah, man. That was <laughs> that was ridiculous. I forgot to mention the uh, the head coach, or I don't think it was the head coach. I think it was probably like one of the owners or something. Like their kids were had like sideline passes and were ready to like storm the field and go on the fifty yard line and celebrate the, the win. And uh, they complete that touchdown, <laughs> and the whole place goes like silent. And they're looking around, looking like all confused, like what the hell's going on, like. Oh, that was that was probably devastating. They just showed the coach, and he was just Stefanski. He was just sitting there, just like all pissed off. He's like, I can't believe this shit just happened. <laughs> like all all perplexed and kerfuffled and 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 uh, distraught. <laughs> he was he was uh, in shambles, man. He was he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and uh, I feel his pain, man. They thought that they had that victory sealed up. Um, dude, yeah, they missed the PAT. That was the reason they ended up not having enough points at the end they lost by one so yeah exactly missed that pat that was crazy so um they're debuting their new logo in midfield their new old logo i guess it was like brownie the elf everyone was like what the fuck why is there an elf in the middle of the field this looks crazy got some cartoon shit this is wild but yeah they uh it was like some they always blame the fans because they were like it went to a fan vote i mean like what's the other option they probably just had like the helmet again what just like cleveland and in, in letters bold letters like what 
ooh, exciting. <laughs> like, oh man, I should just get like a big toilet and just stencil that shit in, in the middle, man. I shouldn't talk. I shouldn't talk, man. My fucking Raiders already out of this freaking season. It's been three games. Fucking disappointing. Um, yeah. <laughs> you think it would be the Raiders who would have uh, more people employed who would have checkered pass like uh, you guys' quarterback. Hey, 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 hey. All right. <laughs> I'm taking shots at Cleveland, man. What's up with this? Um, <laughs> what else? What else is happening? Oh, yeah. We're talking about Bucks and Saints. Uh, yeah, so ever since Tom Brady's been in Tampa, Saints always give him a run for their money, and uh, they've uh, they've had a good record against them. I think Tampa just beat them in the playoffs last year, and that was the first time they or two years ago. I don't something like that. Anyway, um, so yeah, there's beef between these two teams, and it was crazy. There was uh, Marshawn Lattimore, one of the quarterbacks. He he apps. He'd be talking like crazy, and uh, he was talking talking shit over to. Um, uh Tampa to the Bucks sideline and I think it all started because Bruce Arians who's the former head coach who's now supposed to be like an advisor with the team who was like um you know I guess was quote unquote kind of demoted because Brady didn't like him and that's why they got Todd Bowles and they promoted him to head coach I guess that was the rumor in the offseason uh he's got a weird title role with the with anyway he's still employed by the team he's on the sideline i don't know what's he doing there uh talking shit to <laughs> players on the field and uh getting Lattimore into a shouting match with them uh who like brady's right next to him he starts talking shit to brady and then when that happens that's when like the whole team comes to try to back him up and then you got uh, leonard fournette who goes over there starts pushing and shoving him and then marshawn pushes him back and then <laughs> out of nowhere comes Mike Evans and he comes bam and he just collides with them and he starts like pushing them punch like throwing punches and uh shit was going off at that point and uh yeah and then they got it all settled out and then uh they ended up ejecting both those guys and Mike Evans uh got suspended he missed this last week so um shit's getting weird uh shit's getting shit's getting what the fuck was that shit's getting wild shit's getting weird um <laughs> what the fuck Talking's hard sometimes, guys. I don't know. English is weird. Um, the fuck was <laughs> someone clip it? Oh shit! <laughs> the Browns going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. You deserve it, man. Anybody who's from Cleveland and is a legit diehard Browns fan. You deserve it if they go to the Super Bowl at some point. Oh man. <laughs> that would be dope they have a bernie kozar just like uh um headshot at midfield <laughs> cartoon version of bernie hair flowing that'd be dope um yeah man what else happening what else going on uh oh yeah uh let's see trey lance he had a devastating injury i wish him the speediest of recoveries ended up uh what was it broken ankle out for the season more more than likely so in comes jimmy g he got the victory week two did not look so hot last week against the broncos put up 10 points ran out of the back end zone got a safety that was ultimate uh difference maker in the score line they lost 11 to 10 that like never happens uh, looks like more like a baseball score than anything it's freaking crazy um let's see what else Broncos somehow two and one, but not looking very hot. A lot of questions about the head coach. The home crowds helping them out with the snap count. 
down because <laughs> he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett out there hiring, getting dudes to come out of retirement just to help him with his clock management skills and shit, which, I mean, if you know your weak spot, you got to shore it up, I guess, but not looking so hot there. Uh, Russ Wilson looking like he's uh, overpaid at the moment, which... I'm not mad at. <laughs> so Raiders play the Broncos uh, this next week. So I'm just, dude, I hope, I hope, I hope, I pray, I pray the Raiders get able to beat them. And um, yeah, I guess that just to, to beat them and to beat Kansas City at least once would just make the season for me at this point because it's like oh and three, man. That's so disappointing, man. I just yeah, just keep throwing at Devontae, man. He's fucking supposed to be blowing up my fantasy team, but like, come on, man, come on, man. I know he's got a touchdown every game, but once he gets that touchdown, you can keep throwing him the ball. Like, there's nothing that says you could stop. You got to stop doing that. All right, so, <sighs> boy, 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 boy. Um, what else? What else? Uh, Bengals. They lost to the Cooper Rush led Cowboys. <laughs> Cooper Rush out here doing things. Got the uh, got the victory on Monday night in week three as well. So so two wins for for Cooper filling in for the injured Dak Prescott. Uh, not too shabby, not too shabby there. Bengals looking kind of uh, in disarray. They did get a victory against the Jets. It's always like, but it was the Jets kind of thing. So they're uh, they're one and two coming off of that. Uh, Super Bowl performance last season. Uh, some people said they were a year early. It seemed like they were in a better position to start this season than they were to start last season. But so far, results haven't been there. But, you know, 17 games, they still got a little ways away. They got a little wiggle room. But, um, yeah, just avoid avoid the 0-3s. I think that's I think the Raiders might be the only franchise right now that's 0-3. So that's very disappointing. Very, very sad. Very sad. Terrible. Terrible. Um, yeah, might have to check that stat. I think that's accurate. I think that's accurate. Don't don't quote me, boy. What else happened? Mm, oh, Colts. Colts. They uh, <laughs> they look horrible the first two weeks. They got a tie week one. Week two, they lose to the Jaguars, which I feel like now gives the Jaguars a little more respect because they had a great performance in the third week against the Chargers. But yeah, they uh, they looked horrible. They got dominated against the Jags, but then. They turned it around and ended up having an upset victory against Kansas City in their home opener this last Sunday. So props to them for being able to knock the Chiefs off. It looked like they had a great chance to go 3-0 there. But, um, but yeah, man, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It was still like a up, very up-and-down game. And uh, a lot of things ended up breaking right for them. So uh, let's see if they can get more, bottle more luck or create more luck themselves. But, man, Matt Ryan, he's... Looking a little washed. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just going to have another quarterback come in next season. What is this, like four or five QBs in a row since Luck retired? Just churning them out. Jacoby Brissett. What else they have? Um, there was a Phillip Rivers season in there. Um, Carson Wentz. And then who are we at now? Matt Ryan. Boom. A lot of quarterbacks. Hmm. Yeah, give Jonathan Taylor the ball. <laughs> I think he's a pretty good player. Um, I think if he gets a lot of touches, your team tends to do very well. So, yeah, there's that. 
What else? What else? What else? Um, yeah, like I mentioned, Trey Lance looks like he's gonna miss some time. Uh, Bills Micah Hyde, uh, star safety for the team, he's gonna miss the remainder of the season due to a neck injury. That was after week two, so very unfortunate. Big loss for a team that's looking to get to the Super Bowl. One of the early favorites to make it all the way there. Um, their defense is getting pretty banged up. Their secondary, especially, because uh, I want to say they're still missing Tredavious White from ACL injury that he suffered last season in the middle of the se- middle of the year. So um, yeah, they got a lot going on. A um, couple moves made. Uh, Patriots they traded offensive tackle Justin Heron and a 2024 seventh rounder to the Raiders for a 24 six rounder. Uh, dude, learn the playbook as fast as you can because you will be out there <laughs> in the rotation more than likely. So I'm not even sure if you even played in week three, but man, they definitely need offensive line help. There was, oh, porous, 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 bad, 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 bad. A lot of, lot of uh, Derek Carr throwing the ball away because he can't get time and space to get a throw over the middle of the field. So it's been a problem. It's been an issue. As somebody who played the offensive line, it is uh, very frustrating. It's just like, mm, God, do something. <laughs> Come on, do something. Uh, all right, let's see what else What else did I miss. Uh, week three, like I said, Raiders, disappointing. Colts, crazy upset against Kansas City. Uh Oh, yeah, Dolphins and Bills, since we're talking about the Bills. Oh, my goodness. They had a ridiculous game this last Sunday. Props to the Miami Dolphins and Tua for getting another victory, which I I didn't even think he'd make it past halftime because this dude suffered a probably was a concussion. Back of the head slams against the turf after a hit, and he gets up, and he's wobbly, and he's and he's, like, woozy, and he, like, falls into the arms of one of his offensive linemen who has to help him help him up and at that point i see that replay and i'm like okay he's probably done for the day who's their backup okay bridgewater all right he might do okay we'll see we'll see how they do and uh nope he ended up coming back (laughs) and leading the team to victory which um most of the points were scored prior to that injury i will say that it was a low scoring affair down there in miami but uh yeah, what ended up happening is the Bills' offense, they stayed on the field. They couldn't get too many explosive plays, but they were out there churning. They, I think they had like 90-something plays, 94, 96 plays. And Miami had like 49 or something like that. It's like, damn, almost doubled them up. They're on the field twice as long. So it was crazy. It was a crazy turn of events. Um, Josh Allen had a throw at the end. It looks like he got a little banged up. And went incomplete. And they also had that last second opportunity to uh, spike the ball and try to get the field goal kicker out there. Unable to get the snap off in time. Offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey up in the booth. He's getting crazy. He's throwing the tablet. He's punching, throwing his papers. He's punching the wall. He's doing crazy shit. <laughs> and they catch him on camera. And one of his uh, uh, fellow coaches comes over and just like covers the camera <laughs> he's just like oh shit y'all shouldn't see this right now <laughs> they showed it on the national broadcast he's just like fuck 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 <laughs> they're like <laughs> maybe not maybe you shouldn't see that 
So yeah, that that was a hilarious moment. <laughs> I, I totally feel for that dude, man. That was that was frustrating. He's just like, oh man, like the last second like, I'm watching it, I'm like, what the fuck? He's right there. Just let him let him spike it. Let him spike it. Get set. Get set. Get set. And they're like right there. And they almost they almost get it off. They was like two second and a half too late. <laughs> and by the time he he <laughs> they, they blow the whistle, he like tries to spike it. Josh Allen does, and the ref blows the whistle and calls it game. <laughs> they turn to him and it's just like motherfucker god damn it son of a bitch <laughs> there's been so many ridiculous memes with that shit it's been awesome awesome content good job internet you guys are undefeated um so yeah that was probably the game of the week uh bills get knocked off upset more big games from uh jalen waddle um tyreek a little bit of a downer but hey they got a crazy duo over there and it was interesting to see how they're going to make it work. A lot of people are real critical of Tua's arm and his accuracy downfield. But so far, so good for them. <laughs> Catching them a lot, crossing routes. Um, a lot of blown coverages against Baltimore, I will say that. So that definitely helps. But, um, yeah, they're looking like they're going to try to compete in the AFC East. Patriots are looking down. Jets are looking pretty down. So it's going to be Bills Mafia versus uh, Dolphins, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see who continues uh, doing well there. I'm I'm pretty sure Bills were were thrown off too by the uh, the weather down in Miami. It was pretty hot. I will have to say, um, best safety to everybody in the state of Florida with the new hurricane coming by. I think it's what is it, Ian? Something like that. Hurricane. It's with an eye. Jesus. Yeah, Hurricane Ian. That shit's rolling through. So, stay safe, Florida. Stay safe, homies. Um, wish nothing but the best for you guys. Um, get out if you need to. Y'all, y'all know what to do more than I do. <laughs> I can, I can say what I want to, but I don't mean shit. I don't mean shit. Just be safe. Just be safe. What else happened this week? Uh, oh yeah, we had Tampa taking on Green Bay. Up in Wisconsin, and or was it Wisconsin? It was in Tampa. I think it was in Tampa. I don't know. Regardless, I think it was in Tampa. No, it was in Tampa. It was in Tampa because it's controversial ending. Uh, yeah, it was. I don't say like a rock fight. The week before, it was more of a rock, rock fight. It was between Tampa and uh, New Orleans, but this game, I guess, it was a little bit more of an explosive uh, output. There was. Uh, from what I saw, it was like a depleted Tampa Bay receiving core. Missing Julio Jones. They had Mike Evans suspended. Chris Godwin still not back yet. So those are the three top receivers. So they were left with like Russell Gage and like Scotty Miller and Brashad Perriman. These are like receivers four, five, and six on the depth chart. So um, the fact they were even competing is like a credit to, to Brady there and the defense. They still have a very, very talented defense. So the Bucks, I think, are still going to be a decent team. Um but yeah, Green Bay looks like they're kind of bringing it together. They got young receivers, young team kind of molding together. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, he looked impressive to start the game. Had a couple touchdowns. Stayed on two touchdowns there, but they were able to hold on for the victory. Yeah, close close battle. But um, it was controversial at the end of the game because apparently the person who's uh, controlling... The camera shots, they had apparently like a pretty HD view of 
Byron Leftwich's tablet, <laughs> which has the plays and it had the play calling on there. And apparently Aaron Rodgers looked up at the Jumbotron and saw that and was just like, hmm, okay, let me tell the defensive coordinator what I just saw. I think they're running this. And they were able to stop him on the two-point conversion at late in the game um, after Tampa had scored. I think it was like Russell Gage scored a touchdown. So, so yeah. <laughs> Pretty wild shit. Pretty wild shit. Um, let's see. Oh, Jags, they get an impressive victory, as I mentioned, over the uh, the Chargers. Oh, dude, Justin Herbert, he's been going through it. They played on Thursday night, week two, and he got like four ribs injured. He had like, not broken ribs, but he had like bruised cartilage or something like that. It was like just under like a severe injury. And so he went out and continued playing the rest of that rest of that game. But then uh, it was really questionable as to whether he was going to play the next game. And he was pushing to try to get like a, uh, a shot. Granted, the Chargers team doctor is the same team doctor who also punctured a lung for Tyrod Taylor, who was trying to administer like a, a, a shot to him <laughs> in his back. So, I'm not sure if that's necessarily the guy you want to ask on to, <laughs> to like help you medically and stuff like that. First off, like how is he still employed with the team? And uh, second off, who the fuck licensed this guy? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I understand that there's like sometimes like a, a very minute chance that there's like something can happen like that during a medical procedure. But like, damn, <laughs> how is Tyrod not like pursuing legal cases for like medical malpractice against the guy like man that dude cost him opportunity to 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 start and herbert ended up playing the rest of the season granted he probably deserved to play but he was a rookie though so he was young so i mean like <laughs> that guy that could have cost him some money right there man because he never came back and he never played the rest of the year i think it took him like three weeks to even be active and and uh being able to play again if needed so yeah, so Herbert had to avoid the doctor uh, along with avoiding the pass rush um, this last week, and apparently he didn't do enough to to get the job done because they got demolished pretty easily against uh, Lawrence Taylor and uh, the Jaguars, the young Jags coming together. Looks like Christian Kirk is uh, worth the money, I guess, man. They've been throwing him the ball a lot, and he's been producing, so... Um, yeah, man, I think Urban Meyer was that shitty of a coach, man. I think it was that bad. It was that bad for him because uh, Doug Peterson, he's like a revelation for that franchise right now. They're like, oh, my God, who the fuck? This is this is, uh, this is manna from heaven right here, man. We don't, we don't have a guy who's out there kicking our kickers and partying and not even flying home on team planes and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, Jack's coming through. Thank you for knocking the Chargers down another peg. It seems like the Chargers, they have the worst injury luck. They keep getting everybody and anyone banged up. I think it's uh, Keenan Allen missed the game with the groin injury, I want to say. Um, Herbert was dealing with his issues. Um, I want to say, who else, who else, who else? Bosa week to week, he has a groin injury. Um they lost Rashawn Slater, their left tackle. They're one of their young stud offensive linemen. Most likely to the to the whole year. Uh, I'm missing a few. I know Derwin James missed the first couple games of the season. I can't remember if he played in the week three or not. Um, dude, it's like everyone. I think 
I didn't mention Mike Williams, but I feel like he's somewhere on the injury report, and I'm just forgetting something because this dude is literally that's his re- he has a residency on the injury report on the IR. You know, some DJs or performers have residencies in Vegas. That's what that's where he's at. He's on uh, the banged up list. That's where he's <laughs> that's where he's constantly at. That's where you see him. Get him a bottle of sparklers. Um, he can use the pick me up <laughs> more often than not. It's either that or he's mossing somebody for a touchdown. It's like one or the other. It's like one or the other. So, um, yeah, Chargers all banged up. Um, Mac Jones looks like he's going to miss some time. Patriots a little banged up there. Um, suffered a high ankle sprain, a really nasty injury. Calais Campbell falling on top of him, uh, like right at the end of the game between the Patriots and the Baltimore this last weekend. Lamar crazy terrific again he, he's playing like mvp level lamar maybe even better just running away from guys he's like almost 20 pounds heavier than he has been the rest of his career so like that dude is a beast that dude is amazing and yeah every moment you get to see lamar jackson out there playing is just like a treat and i hope he gets his money i hope he earns it this season so um unfortunately mac jones he's not gonna get a chance to earn his money because uh he'll be he'll be out for a few weeks brian Hoyer. He's going to play for the Pats, so, like, not looking so hot there. Um, So, yeah, East is looking like it's going to probably be Miami and Buffalo competing for it, which is something we haven't said since maybe, what, the 90s? I don't know, 98? The Pats were in that mix back then, maybe 93? 90, 92? I don't know. Crazy, crazy. A lot of different changes. Um, Speaking of crazy stuff happening... Uh, a ridiculous, unfortunate news. Defensive end from uh, the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett, he suffered uh, minor injuries, fortunately non-life-threatening injuries, because uh, he got into a car crash and his car ended up flipping over. Um, apparently after practice, it was him and uh, some female, I guess a friend of his or somebody he knew, he knew um, was in the car and... Uh, they're transported to the hospital, so like, fortunately, everyone's okay, everyone's safe. There's no fatalities at all with the with the accident, but he had multiple sprains and lacerations. So who knows if he's gonna play this weekend? That man is a beast. That man is a um, something else um, physically. So my bet is that he'll end up playing, but like <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Got him getting in a car accident. Um, apparently, there's no foul play involved. He wasn't drunk or under the influence or anything like that. So maybe just sleep at the wheel, distracted driving. Who knows? Who knows what the hell happens? But that's all the details we've seen and heard from that. So Cleveland definitely needs him. He's like a leader on that team. That dude is a beast. Hell of a player. Um, let's see. What else? What other NFL news? Um, it was announced that Rihanna's going to be the Super Bowl halftime show. Um First halftime show that's going to be sponsored by Apple Plus, which I found interesting because now, what was it, Pepsi? They had sponsored it for like the last 20 years. They're no longer the sponsor there. So Rihanna's got to deal with them. So I think through Rock Nation. So hooked it up, and now she's going to be performing halftime show. So we'll see if uh, what hits she ends up playing. Umbrella, all her crazy big ones. Um, I don't know. It's a million and a half hits. It's going to be super poppy. <laughs> and it's going to have all the females uh, entertained for that portion of 
the spectacle, I guess, because they're going to be all like, oh, my God, how many wardrobe changes and everything. There's going to be probably so many prop bets on on that. Um, uh, will she play Ponder Replay? <laughs> like, how far back will she go in her catalog? Um, yeah. <laughs> will she have any guests come out? Will she do any featured featured songs? All that, all that shit. I'm sure is gonna be on the prop bets in Vegas. Man, this last year I didn't, I didn't do too good on the prop bets for the halftime show. Unfortunate, unfortunate. Uh, yeah, better luck next year, I guess. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll bet the over under on wardrobe changes. If it's at 1.5, I'll bet the over. But if it's at 2.5, I might, I might, that might be tough. <laughs> three wardrobe changes in a Super Bowl halftime show is tough. Um, <laughs> like 15 minute performance. It's doable. It's doable. I feel like people have done it, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, sp speaking of big events uh, in the NFL calendar, the Pro Bowl is now no longer. Longtime fixture for 71 years. It followed the NFL championship or what was later known as the Super Bowl. Once the merger happened, it is uh, no longer going to happen. It will no longer occur. Apparently, now they're going to have a flag football tournament or a game or something between NFC and a a AFC. And then uh, they'll have a bunch of skills competitions, which I'm excited for. I'm excited for that. Because back in the day, the, the, before the Pro Bowl, they used to have a whole bunch of stuff. They'd have like Larry Allen doing bench presses, uh, challenging himself. Uh, out benching everybody they'd have the quarterback throw where you'd be like throwing who could throw the farthest they have the accuracy competitions who could hit the targets get the high score all that stuff so so that part of it would be cool i remember last year they, they did a bunch more of that too they did like obstacle courses and um dodgeball i liked how they had the dodgeball teams that was that was a cool little wrinkle there so so we'll see what happens the flag football game i don't know i don't know how what to feel about that but yeah, the Pro Bowl in itself was something that it's kind of like, eh, we're kind of like whatever about it, right? The players weren't really playing 100%, and it was just kind of like, what are we doing out here? We're trying to, we're trying to make sure not mess the bread up. So nobody wanted to get injured, and I understand. I get it. I think the only person who took that shit like the most serious was like Sean Taylor. <laughs> he used to like just level punters and just whoever was out there. He was going hundred and twenty percent. He was uh he was a he was something else. RP, RP Sean Taylor. Um Yeah, I think that's about it. Um I think it's gonna still take place in Vegas. I know last year they did the Pro Bowl there. I think that'll be the new home for that whole postseason spectacle. Whatever whatever they call it from, from now on. But um but speaking of Vegas, we got to give a big shout out to the WNBA squad, the franchise also owned by a Raiders owner, Mark Davis. Um, so that's the reason why he wasn't there game two of the NFL season. Um, he was celebrating the Las Vegas Aces getting a victory in the WNBA. Uh, big, 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 big shout out to the MVP this season. Stockton's own, St. Mary's own. Uh, Chelsea Gray, what up, what up, what up, what up? Um, yeah, she got the WNBA uh, Finals MVP this season. So very much, much uh, congratulations in store uh, for Chelsea and the uh, rest of the squad. I know Asia Wilson and um, Chelsea, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey Plum, they, uh, they balled out. 
So uh, congratulations to them. They got to knock off the Connecticut Sun in the final in uh, spectacular fashion. So so biggest of shout-outs there. It's cool being able to see uh, somebody that who I went to high school with actually become a champion. That's pretty dope. Uh, multiple times over because she won with the Sparks. But this year with the Aces, I guess she's like uh, was able to make sure that she's uh, had a stamp on the season. And what better way than winning the MVP at the when it matters most uh, at the end of the year? So, so congratulations are in store. Live it up, live it up. Um, all right, we can do a little bit more basketball news. We can go international basketball. Um, there was the the Euro Basket tournament happening over in Europe between the representatives of different countries, and it ended up coming down to Spain and France in the final. And it looked like uh, Spain took this one. They beat France. Um, led by the Hernan Gomez brothers, uh, Willie and Wancho, Hernan Gomez. Um, if you've seen the movie, Adam Sandler movie, what is it? Hustle, I think, uh, on Netflix, that would be him. <laughs> it is, uh, what was his name in that movie? Um, the hell was his name in that movie? Can I think of it? Why can't I think of it? Why can't I think of it? Hustle Adam Sandler. Hustle movie. Yep. 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 Bo Cruz. Yeah, that was Wancho. <laughs> Wancho played Bo Cruz. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a cool movie. So yeah, those two brothers. They both came out in the movie, actually. They uh they got it done against uh Rudy Gobert, who else is on France? Uh Frank Nidalakina, um uh da, 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 Evan Fournier and and et cetera. <laughs> and uh, and others. They uh they got that shit done. There was uh Yeah, let's see. What else? I think that's it on the tournament. But but yeah, that's just big that's hardcore. I know um it was huge <laughs> for for your European basketball player out there. That shit's uh, ginormous. I know Luca put up a crazy big numbers. Giannis had some ridiculous stats out there too, uh playing for the Greek team. So um congrats on Spain. They're they're kinda on a new era. They've you know, the older players have kind of retired, the Gasol brothers have moved on. Um that whole kind of generation of players have kind of like phased out of the team. So they, yeah, they got a whole new crop of younger guys. I don't know if Ricky Rubio is still playing on that team, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of, a lot of dudes have kind of passed through there and they've had a lot of success in the Olympics and other international tournaments in the past. So yeah, Spain, they trying to renew themselves and trying to do it again. Um, let's see more NBA off the court news. Uh, LeBron signed a new two year, $97.1 million extension with the Lakers. So he's going to stay in Los Angeles for a few more seasons. I think it was this year and next year he had a team, a player option um, on his contract. So, yeah, that'll be extended another two seasons. So, yeah, looks like uh, he'll be here in La La Land. I don't know if he's producing any more movies or whatnot. No more Space Jams coming out. We'll, we will see. Uh, Lakers also bringing back Dennis Schroeder, though, uh, to their backcourt. He returned on a reported one-year, $2.6 million deal. 
it was a controversial exit <laughs> on his way out and uh looks like he couldn't find himself any um work elsewhere so yep back to the lakers yeah, very very interesting backcourt they got still got russ they got pat beverly um they've practiced together a couple times and pat bev is like the most ridiculous character <laughs> known to man um he's already had a couple funny moments where they're interacting with his uh previous arch nemesis russell westbrook i guess they uh they've <laughs> locked horns they've talked shit uh in interviews and podcasts against each other dude it was uh well, pat bev he didn't he didn't mince words when he was talking about russ on the uh, jj reddick podcast um that was uh, <laughs> that was a great appearance i'll say that that was uh that was awesome so yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be uh popcorn time once the lakers start playing just for for all their antics they might not be fun to watch like actually on the court because there's some dysfunction in terms of how they play at times but <laughs> the off the court drama is definitely going to be there um, and we'll see if Russ ends up getting traded at some point in the year because <laughs> that was the report. It's like, oh, they sent Pat Bev. That means that Russ definitely is not going to stay and be here for long. But uh, they're still on the roster together, so we'll see how long that, la- that lasts. Um, maybe they make it work. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, speaking of the Lakers, they also make them trade. Oh, yeah, as I mentioned, trade. They traded Taylor Horton Tucker for Pat Beverly. That's the trade straight up. Uh, Jazz are stripping their team down they've already traded rudy gobert over to minnesota now they traded the other star player donovan mitchell over to cleveland's so the cavaliers get the let's say two-time all-star um in a package that includes colin sexton Lori markinen uh ochai agbaji three unprotected first in 2025 27 and 29 and two pick swaps in 26 and 28 that is five total potential picks that will convey there um also involved in the trade, Colin Sexton. He signs a four-year, $72 million extension um, as a part of this trade there with Utah. So, so yeah, yeah, big, big deal. A um, lot of picks given up. Um, the players, uh, some very some quality players in there. Sexton has had some, some good run at times in the NBA, but he's been a little bit up and down, not super consistent. And Laurie Markinen, he's had flashes. He's a big, big... Uh, Big shooter, 6'10". He's got some size, but maybe not the most physical player, but uh, definitely skilled and can do do good for your squad. So um, they're going to be, I guess, toiling a little bit over there in Utah because they're not going to necessarily be like shot creators. Sexton is more so, but uh, yeah, marking it not, not as much. So, But those picks, those picks will be interesting. Um, the thing is, though, if the Cavs remain consistent and remain a playoff team for the next few seasons, then... I'm, they're not those aren't necessarily going to be the the best picks to get there that you could could have gotten but um we'll see with Cleveland now they got a pretty tremendous talented team um they still got Garland they got uh Mobley and um who's their big man um oh Jared Allen Jared Allen big old fro so yeah they got some talent man they got a they got a good roster add Donovan Mitchell to the mix and potentially they got some explosion there on offense to match some uh, some hard nosed defense in the middle. So uh, Cavs can be interesting, man. That could shake things up a bit in the East. Um, see how that goes. See how that develops. More trades going down. Detroit they're trading for Jazz's Boyan Bogdanovich. They trade Kelly Olynyk and uh, Sabin Lee or Sabin Sabin Lee Sabin Sabin. I think Sabin. 
So, yeah, um, Bogdanovich heading to Detroit. So, yeah, Utah, they're just unloading everybody who's of any value at this point off their team. Um, uh, more big news. Kevin Durant, who's had his trade ultimatum this whole offseason, he has been reported that he is going to move forward with the Nets. They had a meeting, and apparently have all been kumbaya, and now they're just going to chill like nothing ever happened. So... We'll see how long that lasts. A uh, lot of intrigue and in what Kyrie Irving's thoughts are and, and all this. And what the hell Ben Simmons is going to end up doing for the season. If he's going to end up showing up and playing or if he's going to continue to sit out at times due to injury, mental health, whatever. Um, that back has been bugging him <laughs> ever since he passed up that dunk in uh, the second round of the playoffs two seasons ago. And it's been chaos since then. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, that's still a lot of talent on that that roster, but mm, yeah, it it the the sequence of events is super interesting. I've heard it broken down on a couple different podcasts, couple shows. It's just like, uh, what's with that ultimatum? What's with the whole dissing of like the coaching staff? Pretty much from the get go. Kyrie going in a podcast and saying that like we basically don't have a head coach. We were gonna coach by committee, and Steve Nash is sitting there like, "Well, what the fuck am I doing? Like, why am I hired here?" So there's a friction there. Um, yeah, Katie saying he wanted Sean Marks and Nash to go. Um, that whole the whole Kyrie element of it. James Harden coming in, flaming out and bouncing. The uh, <laughs> I think the lack of trust that the GM and the owner have now in KD after the fact that Harden like gave up on the team and they gave up a ton to get him. So there's just like a, a domino of different like stuff happening. It's just a bunch of egos and it's going to be drama for the Nets. But if they can put some of this to bed, then they can kind of get through it and I think compete. <laughs> they still have so much talent on that team with just those three players. And it's, it's so ridiculous to say because, man, like cohesion really does mean a lot. But, like, if you have a couple dudes cooking in basketball, like, that's sometimes that's all you need. And there's nothing you could do about it. So, Nets, the Nets are, are wild. Nets are wild. So, yeah. So, he's moving forward with the Nets. KD's sticking around. Uh, let's see, more, a couple more deals. Uh, Philly, they signed um, Montrez Harrell to a two-year deal worth $5.2 million. The big man will get them some good energy off the bench, as he typically does, former sixth man of the year. Uh, the Nets are quote-unquote quote, advanced discussions with Markeith Morris. I don't think that's been a confirmed signing yet, but they've been talking a lot. Uh, the Mavs. Uh, did confirm a signing with Maxi Kleber for a three-year, $33 million extension. So congrats to Maxi hitting those open three-pointers, um, playing that power forward, uh, some big man minutes, hitting some three-pointers, stretching the floor there for, for Luca and co. So he's going to stick around in Dallas. Uh, the Knicks and R.J. Barrett, they're finalizing a four-year, $120 million extension. Uh, so... Congrats to RJ. Got that money. Get that second contract. Trying to work for that third one. Uh, Pelicans, they signed CJ McCollum to a two-year $64 million extension. Going to begin after the 24, at the start of the 24-25 season. And coming back, a couple old-timers, a couple vets. Uh, Udonis Haslam for the Heat. 
coming back for his 20th season. This dude has been rocking uh, <laughs> the, uh, the red and the black, uh, white hot heat colors. Uh, since Dwayne Wade, I think, came into the league with him. So it's been a minute. It's been a long minute. Congrats to Adonis. They rock in those braids. Oh, so tough. Um, never want to mess with that guy under the paint. That dude is always ready to throw an elbow at you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, coming back for his 20th year. He's more coach than he is player nowadays, but still, I guess, uh, uh, a good presence there in the locker room. Kind of still that, that heat culture, I guess, that they talk about, man. Just, uh yeah, so so he's coming back. Uh, another veteran coming back for his 19th season is going to be Andre Iguodala. He's coming back to the Warriors. Um, this is going to be his final season, he says. So uh, it'll be his uh, kumbaya moment there. But, yeah, 19 seasons for Andre, man. That is uh, impressive. Um, for a guy who's played a lot of minutes, too. Donis has been more of like a bench player, more of a role player. Uh, filled that role admirably. Adm- admirably or I would say about 14, 15 years of that career. For the last few, he's been, yeah, like I mentioned, more of a more of a coach than he has a player. But um yeah, Iggy, man, he's <laughs> he was still uh in the rotation for like the Miami Heat recently in the playoffs a couple seasons ago. Um where else did he land after uh I mean started in Philly, uh was a tremendous athlete, uh coming out of University of Arizona. Uh, let's see. Uh, played alongside Allen Iverson. They traded him, and he became kind of like the de facto star player from there. And let's see, basketball reference. Yeah, had some great seasons. Uh, terrific, terrific athlete. That dude was like a phenom. Uh, had that one season in Denver. Got traded, and uh, um, that team had they had a great season in the regular season and they got upset in the first round and he immediately bolted went to golden state um yeah i guess just miami anyways anyway so yeah he was back on the warriors this last season and he'll finish there up in the bay area he was one of the guys who first was like talking about the potential with tapping into the um like the tech industry in the market and trying to get like advertising and stuff like that for, for NBA players. And Kevin Durant was one of the guys who came in and like invested a shit ton of money uh, when he came into uh, the Warriors team um, for those couple years. And apparently his investments have like been ridiculous and he's made a bunch of money through, through that kind of venture. So uh, yeah, I guess Andre a little bit of an innovator off the court in that regard. So, so congrats to him. Uh, let's see what else, what else, what else? Um, Guy I mentioned earlier, Pau Gasol, he's going to get his jersey number retired by the Lakers. His 16 uh, will be up in the banners uh, sometime in March. So that's a big, big honor to be uh, celebrated amongst all those Laker greats. There's a bunch of ridiculous legendary ball players who got their numbers retired up there. Um, yeah, they're one of those few franchises that are like running out of numbers when they pick up a trade or a free agent. There's always guys wearing random numbers in the 60s and the 90s and the 70s and stuff like that because a lot of the great, you know, numbers you would have picked, <laughs> single digits are mostly gone. And uh, the like the teens and the 20s are almost all taken up too. 
So it's uh, slim pickings a little bit for the jersey numbers there up in Boston, but uh, uh, and and over in LA with the Lakers, I'd, I'd say those are the two most in the NBA. Um, so yeah, the sixteen no longer going to be worn uh, in purple and gold. So congrats to to Pau there. Um, yeah, his Lakers career was kind of uh, interesting. I mean, it was a uh, um, questionable trade, I'd say, uh, amongst the NBA fandoms of other teams. Um, I was hating on it. I'm not going to lie. It's just like, man, Lakers are just going to get another hookup easy trade right here. They had, uh, I believe Jerry West was still in the front office there for Memphis. Granted, they did get his younger brother back, who ended up being an all-star great player. Um, but still, at the time, that was not look like an easy trade. It was like Javaris Crittenton and, and a couple other shoe-ins, throw-ins. It was just like, what? what is this? For Pau Gasol, all-star player? Like, come on. Getting gift-wrapped at another superstar. But to his credit, he balled out when he needed to. Um, played tremendous in the finals, especially that second one. Um, first one, it felt like he was still a little skittish and he was still trying to, you know, get into the groove a little bit. Um, obviously that's a different type of stage and, and presence in there. I mean, there's a lot on the line. You got Kobe breathing down your neck and, and just like talking shit, trying to motivate you and just making sure that, uh, he's trying to get that victory or whatnot. So they, uh, got two rings and, uh, I guess added to that Kobe legacy there. I was uh, obviously still Sacramento Kings fan, very bitter over what happened. I still quite am, but like, regardless, Powell did his thing. I can't deny that. And he, I think he was uh, a lot more impactful than people remember because he picked up a lot of more rebounds and had a bigger presence in the paint than I think people give him credit for. That dude was really big and super agile and mobile um, for being a big guy. He ran the pick and roll to perfection a lot. And, uh, there was a lot of times he'd be diving down the paint and you would not realize it. And then just out of nowhere, you'd just be bam, dunking it all over your head. So um, big, big shout out to Pau Gasol on that regard. Um, just be talking about the Lakers and like kind of their, their heyday back then, um, winning some championships. Uh, one thing I do got to mention, fortunate news, obviously the, the death of the great Kobe Bryant, but um, the, there's the aftermath in regards to the helicopter uh, incident. Um, his widow, Vanessa Bryan, she was apparently rewarded $16 million in a lawsuit recently. Um, there was a trial over his uh, photos being distributed over, um, what was it, CHP or somebody who works for um, some government agency, I believe. Um, they shared it to some coworkers, some photos of the wreckage, which is pretty harrowing, devastating. That's real sad news there. So um, rightly as she should have... Um, Vanessa Bryant was rewarded with that uh, that a settlement amount, um, or not settlement amount, but you know you know what I mean. Freaking legalese. It is late right now. It is past ten. <laughs> a bunch of crazy stuff. We talking about? Um. Yeah. What else? What else? All right. We'll we'll end we'll end on some. Getting tired. Where are we at? Uh, we'll talk about. Finish with this and some baseball news, and then wrap up on some some world news shit. We'll catch up with the fight game in with soccer next episode next week. How's that? How's that sound? How's that sound? Scroll through these here. Um, yeah, some couple crazy news stories that happened. Uh, 
All right, a couple more, a couple more, a couple more. Let's see. Uh, it was announced Spurs and Heat are going to play the first uh, game in Mexico City since 2019. Uh, taking place December 17th, so get your tickets now. It's going to be the 31st game ever played in Mexico, seventh time for the Spurs. Uh, Spurs are also going to play twice in Austin and once in the Alamo Dome for the team's 50th season celebrations. So, yeah, they're playing all over wherever the Spurs fandom reigns, I guess. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Chicanos are Spurs fans because a, a lot of Tejanos out there uh, rock with the NBA. But um, I would say, I'd say probably Lakers amongst, like, overall Mexican-American NBA fans. I think Lakers probably number one. Um, I put the Warriors up there pretty high too, man. There's a big, big population up in the Bay Area out there repping, um, especially the last couple of seasons, <laughs> catching a lot of bandwagon fans that used to be in Sacramento. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot in Chicago, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Bulls fans, a lot of Bulls fans too. Um, obviously with MJ and just that craziness, um, crazy, crazy dominance in the in the nineties. Let's see. Move over to ownership uh, news. There's a rumor that apparently Alex Rodriguez is quote unquote scrambling to come up with his half of the money to buy the Timberwolves. Uh, apparently, his other partners in the ownership group are like not sweating him over it. But there was a, a problem with him getting financing. Apparently, his uh, evaluation since he's broken up with J Lo has been diminished. So he's having a tough time getting some loans for some banks. Um, so. Yeah, that's apparently like the uh, the issue going on behind the scenes there. Um, I don't think it's going to have too big of an effect with the overall sale of the team because I think it was over a gradual uh, period of time. But yeah, apparently one of the payments was coming up and he was kind of going like, I don't know, man. I've got it on me. I've got it near. Oh, let me. I'll get back to you. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> so so we'll see if A-Rod is, uh, is as rich as he needs to be to own the team or if he'll end up having a minority stake or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, apparently happening. Um, there will be a new change in ownership in Phoenix, though. This is one of the stories I wanted to talk about, definitely. Um, yeah, crazy situation going on with Robert Sarver. Um, eventually, uh, he's going to have to sell the team. That's what it ended up with. But there was a whole incident there was a bunch of incidents there's a whole report that happened this is the lowdown so he ended up getting suspended one year fined 10 million dollars for workplace misconduct um the nba uh the league itself hired a law firm to investigate the allegations that he had a history of racism misogynistic and hostile incidents over nearly two decades of owning the team quote unquote there was repeated or reported uh, to repeat the N-word on at least five occasions spanning his tenure with the Swan, the Suns, uh, end quote. Uh, but it, quote, makes no finding that Sarver repeated or purported to repeat the N-word on any and at least five occasions. Wait, hold on, hold on. What? Uh, oh, fuck that up. Hold on. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it makes no findings that he repeated or... Da, 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 da. Wait, what? What? Uh, hold on. What This quote's fucking confusing. I hate when they do this shit. Um, why did I copy and paste this? Uh, so yeah, so apparently he said the N word, but then uh, I think there was that like he he said it in the context of a quote or misquoting somebody else or something like that. But it was still was everyone was like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" <laughs> to his uh, 
to the situation when he said it. Some people like still took note of it. Um, he also told a pregnant employee that she would not be able to do her job after becoming a mother. He paid off-color comments and jokes about sex and anatomy and yelled and cursed at employees in ways that would be considered bullying, quote, under workplace standards, end quote. So, yeah. Um, and, then, and then he got pressured by the main sponsor for his jersey, PayPal, um, the jersey sponsor for the, the Suns. Uh, they said that they wouldn't sponsor the team if he was remained uh, the owner. One of the minority owners said that he should come out and sell the team. Um, even though the, the guy said he didn't have any plans to buy the team himself. He was just like, just in, just on general principle, we got to make this change. Um, and yeah, it's been, uh, uh, reported that he's been like a pretty, pretty much an asshole and a dick to his players. And, uh, regardless of like the racist or misogynistic shit that he was saying though. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. Rich people, they'd be like, uh, like just not connected with like social norms and shit like that. They just be acting wild and then just throwing money at problems a lot of times. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, man. It's fucking wild shit. But, um, so yeah, he's going to have to sell the team because the NBA is like, nah, that's some bullshit. Um, so people were actually upset that it, he only got suspended one year and only $10 million. Chris Paul, uh, one of the leaders of the NBA Players Association and the freaking leader of the team, uh, <laughs> said that he was disappointed that he didn't get suspended longer. Uh, LeBron James also said, but he's like, this ain't it. As he said, he's trying to use that new, <laughs> the new young hip slogan and quotes and shit like that he's up on twitter he's like this ain't it fam this ain't it <laughs> so uh so he was talking shit about that too uh rightfully so because uh damn uh yeah that would suck that would have to that would suck to have to work in that uh, environment um i mean this isn't the only franchise that has had issues with uh with stuff like that um i mean a few years ago dallas mavericks they had a whole internal investigation and they had somebody who was like a president of the team, one of the higher up members of uh, the the organization, was uh, harassing women and doing a bunch of like weird stuff. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's happened before. I know there's been a couple other examples, um, but yeah, those that's the one that comes to mind. Um, so, Phoenix, yeah, they're uh, they're selling the team, and uh, the reports right now. The estimations, I think, is like in the four to six billion dollar range. Um, the Denver Broncos sold for the most for any sports franchise just this last off season, this last summer. I want to say it was like for four and a half billion dollars. And this uh, this team in Phoenix, it comes. I want to say I think it comes with the arena, but uh, they uh, yeah, they have a pretty loyal fan base and they have a pretty cool setup there. Um, they uh it's a team that is it's like a one it's like a it's a basketball city so like they're like kind of like the the biggest ticket in town even though they have an nfl franchise um they've they've had the most success i'd say um out of any franchise that hasn't won a championship yet they've uh they've come close on a couple occasions there uh, a lot of uh western conference finals appearances but uh but yeah they Maybe five billy, five and a half billy. That's a lot of money, man. It's a, it's a, it's a premium tax for all these like billionaires to like get into the franchises. But like, I mean, what a, what a horrible punishment for Sarver, right? <laughs> I think he, he bought the franchise for like three hundred forty million, or what was it, like thirty five percent of whatever that is, something like that. So, 
Yeah, he's going to make buku bucks. He's going to make... So if they value it at like five and a half, I think he's going to make 35% of it, something like that. I think that's his ownership percentage right now. So so yeah, that's, that's all going down. Um, but yeah, speaking of incidents happening in the workplace, um, this other big, big, big storyline going on in the NBA is the current suspension of head coach... Ime Udoka with the Boston Celtics. He will miss out on the upcoming season due to apparently a consensual relationship that happened between him and another employee uh, of the the Boston Celtics. So um, he had a relationship with another staff member. Um, He's suspended for the whole year. And the team apparently uh, is not going to guarantee his return once the suspension is completed so crazy news here uh this is all on the heels of Ime being um engaged with nia long i believe they have a child together uh if not i think this might be they might she might be pregnant with the second child i think was the rumor i don't know we got to research that but um yeah so he had a consensual relationship with a staff member or the guess a co-worker i don't know they didn't specify necessarily where on the freaking totem pole this pot- potential person may have uh, may have been, but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Nia Long, man, that's uh, that's pretty, it's pretty out there. It, he is an ex NBA player, he's millionaire, you know, all that stuff. So I mean, the people on that on that level, to anybody, I guess, even if you have a dime piece and like a freaking model and actress and you know somebody, everybody else would be like jealous of having. Everybody gets tired of it, of people eventually, you know. So like, I guess that you know that shit that shit just happens. There's a lot of cases like that where you're like, "What? How you cheated on that person?" But when you're on that level, that's just different, man. That's just that's just different, I guess. But uh, it regardless, like the fact that this is like blown up and now it's like its whole thing um, with him being suspended. It's it's one thing for a coach to get fired over doing some stuff that was maybe lewd or disrespectful, but it's another thing when there was apparently um nothing in regards to having like foul play between um him and this other person it was a consensual relationship between the two now granted the man is cheating on his wife so it's salacious but is it necessarily something that should be punishable by an employer you know what i mean so there's like a, a fine line there so they're they haven't come out with any super hard fast details about the situation about what happened but like you know it's just gonna make everybody speculate it's there's already been like a bunch of people on the internet apparently who have like gone in and actually like (laughs) debated amongst the people like the female members of the employees of the boston celtics to say like oh man do you think he smashed her do you think it was her do you think it was her so like i don't even want to get into any of that shit because that's like pointless at the moment but um i think it is interesting though like to have the conversation and have the question of like you know, have 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 has you the viewer uh, out there listening to this or watching this? On, um, have have you had a relationship with a former employee? And like, did that make shit awkward? And how'd that go? Um, you know, like, because <laughs> I feel like it does happen, but a lot of times, like in the I don't know, like newer generations were more sensitive to like trying to avoid that stuff because like in the past i just like a lot of cases people talk to them i talk to people like my age and younger and they're like yeah my parents they used to 
worked together and, <laughs> and then they got married and they had a great relationship. So like that does happen sometimes too. So as somebody who's changed jobs a lot of times too, I like regret like maybe not shooting my shot at certain people or certain people I thought were cool. But um but yeah, that's always a weird that's a weird thing. Um Yeah, man, haven't yeah. The knee along part of it that I don't I don't find like okay, all right. If I was him, I get it. Don't don't be doing that shit, man. Don't be doing that shit. Um I can understand being, you know, a hundred percent judgmental towards that whole aspect of it cheating on your wife and all that shit or not wife but future wife i guess <laughs> was the they were engaged fiancés of whatever the term um but damn man like so it was wasn't bad enough that he could get fired for it but it was it was bad enough that he needed to be punished so like it's it's <laughs> it's a weird it's a weird one that's a weird gray area oh what's up way how we doing way funky <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, they are messy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I get it because there's like a power structure involved, and I've I've understand I've understood the, the arguments people have had in the past where it's like, yeah, you can't be trying to get with somebody who's like below you because then you have, then it's like if they don't want to be in that relationship, then they feel like there's gonna be retribution against them. Um. <laughs> whether it's deserved or not um they feel like they might get punished and then this politics and companies don't want to want to avoid that shit so um yeah it's it's crazy man freaking email getting into it man with the with the spicy off-season news man so he's he's gonna have a lot of time to think about it because <laughs> he's not gonna be doing shit this whole year um who knows, man? That's what's so crazy. It's like we don't even know if he's coming back afterwards. Is it gonna be like Boston Red Sox Alex Cora situation where it's just like, yeah, yeah, you serve a suspension and then you'll be right back in this franchise. Like you'll be fine. It'll lead us back there. Um I don't know. I don't know. And then they got uh they just started what is it, uh their their training camp today, I wanna say. And so they have their their next backup uh assistant coach he's going to be coaching the team for the rest of the year I, to, my apologies i forgot your name uh, i will be <laughs> probably knowing your name some point soon because we'll be talking about you and what role you're playing and how the team's doing um because yeah i guess if the team does well i don't know do you let them go <laughs> like or if the the team doesn't you know if they disappoint a little bit do you bring them back i mean the guy just led the team help lead the team to the nba finals they were what two games away from winning a championship um they got two young superstars on the team uh tatum looks like he might be like a top five player um potentially this next season the guy looks like t-mac like reincarnated he is so really really damn talented um on the wing there so i mean there's a lot of repercussions the the head assistant who was on the team last year this guy by the name will hardy is now the head coach of the utah jazz so he's gonna be leading them through a rebuilding era in phase so it's like what the hell's gonna happen what the hell's gonna happen yo what's going on how we doing how we doing how we doing we're talking basketball we're talking hoops out here how we doing yasmina how we doing uh first time talk first time Yahoo! first time chatter how we doing um yeah man so it's freaking crazy it's crazy man Eme, what's going on what's going on with Eme? so boston celtics oh thank you so much thank you so much for the sub <laughs> Oh shit. Oh shit. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for for coming by. 
Definitely. Um, check out my Instagram. I got more dates coming in the future at Puro Caballero. Um, working on a couple shows. I'll be DJing a comedy show up in Hawthorne at a brewery coming up soon. So that'll be cool. That'll be cool. Um, yeah. What else? What else? We got Thai Angel Bar next Tuesday. Come on by Koreatown. Uh, we'll be having a good time. I'll be announcing that lineup shortly. Got to confirm a few more people on there. Um, but yeah, we'll be around. We'll be around. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Way. He came, he came through couple weeks ago that shit was fun but uh but yeah we've been there for a full year that been it's been a fun show uh we're working on some comedy shows possibly let's see where are we at echo park maybe culver city maybe i don't know i don't know i don't know maybe east la we'll see we'll see we'll see we're working on new venues uh chinatown working on chinatown too so all in the works all in the works uh putting in putting in work there um what else what else is on my schedule what's going on yeah, comedy show on the 12th at Common Space Brewery. Yep, coming up in Hawthorne. I'm going to be in Yukaipa. That'll be fun. Hops and Smokes comedy show uh, at Hops and Smokes Brewery. Um, what else? What else? A couple other things. I'll post it on my Instagram. It'll be on there. It'll be on there. <laughs> um, my favorite club to perform at or just to be at? Um I love the comedy store. I'll say that was probably my number one because like top-notch talent. They know how to run shows there. Um, they're amazing. They got three rooms going every night. So it's uh, it's kind of a, it's one of the meccas there. Definitely, definitely amazing. I still haven't been able to perform there. I've been trying to get up on their shows. So hopefully in the future. Um, improv is very fun as well. They're, they're cool. The best places I've performed at, I guess some of like the, the little smaller rooms like the, the Ha Ha has been fun. Um, that's up in like North Hollywood. Did a show up in Flappers there. Uh, I'm trying to get at the Ice House next time they open. They got new ownership up in Pasadena. Um, the owners of the Lakers, the Bus family, apparently now own that club. So they're the, the word on the street is they've been renovating that shit for like a year, year and a half. When that happens, I'm, I'm going to try to be out there. But um, yeah, man, Any, anybody who wants me, come book me, man. Hit me up. Hit me up. I'm available. Um and open <laughs> i got some dates i got some dates open next month so um so yeah that's where i'll be that's where i'll be thank you for stopping by i appreciate you coming in um where were we just talking nba news let's talk let's talk some some hot goss though um since we're talking about like relationship shit what do you guys think about leonardo dicaprio stuff man <laughs> what do you he just uh uh ended a relationship once again, after somebody goes over the age of 25, like, damn, bro, <laughs> man, talk about playing to the script, man. That shit is crazy. Um, what else do I have on here? What other shit do we want to talk about? We can talk about baseball in the next episode. That's fine. <laughs> There's uh, oh, one big thing I want to say. Big shout out to Aaron Judge. He's got 60 home runs. He's one away from uh, tying the Yankees all time record. Uh, that man is also from where I grew up uh in the 209 so shout out to him shout out to aaron judge um a lot of teams clinched the playoffs all that shit but um yeah what else are we gonna talk about um yeah camila marone broke up with leo after four years after she turned 26 dude <laughs> i think what is that like the fifth one you see the, the the graphs of the ages of everybody who's dated but um what is he he's supposed to be like rumored to be dating uh uh 
Is it Gigi Bella? I'm so horrible. I'm bad <laughs> with the goss. I'm bad with the goss. Um, <laughs> damn, some shit like that. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I people been talking shit. People been going like, damn, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's a lot, Leo. A lot of conversations about like what age difference, like what's acceptable, because he's like. 46 now or something like that man the dude's playing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> it must be nice yeah it'd be nice to have to be leo man. um <laughs> so yeah he's living the best his best life man whatever uh <laughs> he's been like perpetually i don't know <laughs> just in that limelight in that spotlight for what the last 25 years or so man 30 years i don't know man it's been a while been a while um let's see speaking of people uh being a while or <laughs> being here for a long time uh queen elizabeth passed away recently um queen uh on the 8th of this month september 8th uh she passed away at the age of 96 she ruled for 70 years that is a long 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 time to do anything um I'm not sure I'm envious of her <laughs> particular like lifestyle and having to be in the pressure of like the media and all that shit. Like that shit is wild. That shit is crazy. But uh, 96, bro, that is insane. Uh, <laughs> if you read the dark web and all the crazy stuff that's out there, like <laughs> you'd be having a, you'd be believing that she was surviving off of baby blood for the last like 30 years of her life. Which like, I don't know, man. I don't know. There's a lot of shady shit that that monarchy was tied to, um, <laughs> which like y'all can do your research into that shit. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, 96 years, um, <laughs> Twitter was, had, had a field day when, the, when this was going down though, there was a lot of, a lot of memes, a lot of jokes, a lot of, a lot of poking around, man. Um, yeah, BBC posted like this whole clip montage of her doing, um, like visits to like African countries. <laughs> and, and the whole time uh it's like uh yeah the queen elizabeth was uh the one of the, the queens who who paid you know attention and love to africa the most or whatever and stuff like that <laughs> and uh um oh man what the fuck was the tweet somebody somebody like flamed her so bad it was like <laughs> y'all gonna pretend like this isn't like the the product of colonialism <laughs> And uh, these weren't like the people she they used to rule under and stuff like that. Like I was like, damn. I was like, oh shit. But yeah, la. Twitter's been spicy, man. The Black Mermaid whole ordeal. Yeah, Twitter. Twitter been spicy recently. Uh, people upset that uh uh Gordo played a what like six hour set at Club Space recently. Like, yeah, Twitter been spicy. <laughs> oh man yeah i don't know <laughs> what's going on folks oh we got some new viewers checking in what's happening what's happening uh what's, what's up Jax? how we doing how we doing um <laughs> yeah abe lincoln abe lincoln he knew he knew not to read the internet that's true that's true um the lobster better be jamaican <laughs> oh man oh shit he's gonna be a uh, uh uh british but like black british <laughs> so like jamaican basically but with a different accent <laughs> under the sea bro <laughs> uh <laughs> i crack myself up i'm stupid i'm sorry <laughs> oh man uh what was your guys's favorite moment of queen elizabeth's the second term 
Oh man, was it the time that she uh, <laughs> helped assassinate <laughs> Princess Diana? <laughs> oh man, yeah, a lot, a lot of references to Princess Di when she uh, when she passed away. <laughs> Oh man. Um yeah, a lot of talk about the hatred for for was it William? <laughs> like a lot of that shit. Um and uh was it Meghan Markle? Is it is it William? Is it William? Is it Yeah, I don't I forget the names. I forget. I forget. This is just doesn't matter to me much, but it's funny. Um yeah, it was <laughs> the one who went Hollywood uh and just now got to deal with what Spotify or Netflix or whatever some streaming site. I'm like, whether they're going to comedy special and freaking I don't know what they're doing with fucking giving them money to be rich and shit i don't know <laughs> i don't fucking know but yeah um a lot of spicy shit <laughs> about that online um <laughs> not my queen oh <laughs> uh, it's crazy they got to change the national anthem anytime there's like a change in monarchy if it goes queen king to queen now it's god god save the king changing up the lyrics oh that's what the that's all the them blokes over in the uk be doing then they just take like the lyrics of some song that they know and then they'd like change it to fit like their freaking football team or their freaking club <laughs> all right they just like switch the lyrics up and then or like whatever the fucking town drunk is at the pub and shit like that they'll make a fucking jolly cheer for him like <laughs> that way <laughs> like they just be remixing shit dude <laughs> like I, got, I gotta give him credit that some of that shit's catchy it's, it's funny you follow liverpool and shit like that anytime they bring the new player and they do something special then they, they'll have a fucking chant for him and shit so i'm like all right cool you're bona fide <laughs> you, you, got, you got a chant for you now dude i'll be asking my roommate and shit like hey what's the new ones this year <laughs> like what's going on oh man <laughs> <laughs> am i doing three much is that what i'm doing three much yeah yeah what yeah it's so crazy the monarchy they're like have no power it, like they're just a you know a showpiece like what are they doing like what's their what's their purpose like i don't know i don't know i don't really know i don't ask questions i don't ask questions man <laughs> oh shit oh man <laughs> that's your bitch that's your queen Oh yeah, Riri, Riri. Shout out to Riri getting the Super Bowl halftime show. What do you guys think about that? Um, what do you think she gonna do? Disturbia? What is she gonna play? Ponder replay? How far do you think they're gonna go back? <laughs> I just wanted you to know. <laughs> oh man. Oh uh, yeah, Riri. <laughs> was Barbados a part of yeah, Barbados was also part of the UK control see like the, the uh what is it the 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 reach of the <laughs> the the sun never sets on the on the British empire that's what they used to say dude like they controlled a lot of shit people in India I'm sure had felt, felt some kind of way <laughs> um where else where else dude fucking everywhere I mean fucking why do we care as America there's people like freaking like online going like oh my god the queen died and all this shit like what do we care man they freaking they used to be our bullies and shit like that we're like man fuck off man <laughs> step off 13 colonies gotta fucking do our business you know what i mean <laughs> a lot of a lot of uh good business a lot of bad business also happened to that show like we don't have to get into that history um yeah how much time <laughs> we don't have we don't have that much time we don't have that much time i got i got work tomorrow morning so, so i could i can i can go on I can go on. We can have a history lesson. Um, the real, the real American history. <laughs> um, yeah, that's my other podcast. That's my, <laughs> my other one. Um, 
RIP history hyenas. That shit was dope. That shit was awesome. Uh, shout out to Chris Stefano, Giannis Papis. Um, yeah, man. Uh, the royalty, like, what's up? What's the deal? What's the deal? Um, there's like hardly any countries that have that even in place. Like, what are the, what is the 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 term like? Uh, uh, when they don't have any political control, but they there's tech technically the king or queen. It's like, um, I forget. I forget. <laughs> uh uh yeah og bullies to the og natives yeah there's levels yes there's levels <laughs> see what you spawned <laughs> damn it britain you fucking gotten it up <laughs> all the natives are mad <laughs> the natives that were conquered by the Spaniards were mad to became Mexicans. <laughs> they were upset. <laughs> like, oh man, oh man. I don't know how the French feel. I don't care. <laughs> they can, they can get. Um, they. I like the electro music, but like, and some of the baguettes and shit. But like, damn. <laughs> uh, y'all, y'all can get out of here. That's what. That's what. That's what Cinco de Mayo is, folks. <laughs> this is your history lesson. Um, yeah. <laughs> And then they sold to Louisiana and all the way up to Canada, but then they somehow still care about Montreal. I don't know. I don't know. North America's fucking weird. Um, <laughs> what do they control? Um, Haiti? They freaking had the craziest revolution uh, in Haiti, man. So yeah, fuck the French. Um, <laughs> respectfully. <if you're laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really care about Montreal. I think we care we care more about Montreal, like the the, the seasoning salt, than we do about Montreal, the city. But respects, I've <laughs> never been. I gotta visit. <laughs> what up? What up? What up? <laughs> um, you guys spawned one of the greatest, you know, family of musicians. Shout out to the Maklovich family, though. Uh, respect, respect, respect to. Uh, oh yeah, respect, respect to Faraz Zahabi and George Saint Pierre. So Montreal, Montreal got some soldiers. <laughs> they got some soldiers, but like, man, <laughs> I don't know. We just, I'm just, I'm just slandering everybody left and right. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta go visit these places before I talk a shit. I was talking shit on Cleveland earlier. We got Montreal's getting getting strays. Um, the French, uh, <laughs> the Queen. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, the craziest thing about the queen that I saw—the craziest thing—I um, saw these this, these two photos um, a few years ago when crazy news was happening. So, like, there's a picture of Queen Elizabeth at her summer vacation home, and it's like a log cabin, and in the background you can see that there's like a bullet hole that had like ricocheted or like gone through like the wood right there so there's an obvious marking that's behind her as she's sitting like on the porch smiling for the photographer right having a nice picture um cut to another picture in the same scene um with Ghislaine maxwell <laughs> and uh um freaking uh uh was it jeff epstein or whatever <laughs> <laughs> yeah the, the 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 man in charge of the pedophile ring like yo like them two masterminds and connivers were like also vacationing at that same location so like man they, they were touching a lot of like higher ups <laughs> political uh um connections and whatnot so it's like 
sheesh <laughs> like makes you wonder makes you think man this money's i don't know if this money's clean guys i don't know i don't know man where 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 the movies come from oh from africa cool dope oh from india nice nice so uh <laughs> yeah man a lot of people are going like well why the fuck do you guys got this shit why'd you guys pillage and plunder <laughs> our country's resources so so yeah yeah a lot of shit going on uh <laughs> a lot of shit being thrown around oh man yeah people be messy people be messy man um <laughs> yo shout out to expos though i do i do miss the expos logo on hats dude i need to get me one of those for the m i was like this close to copping them at lids like on like five different occasions so yeah shout out <laughs> shout out to the expos i love those logos All right, got to catch up on the chat. Um, what else? What else happening? Um, oh yeah, so we got what is it? Who's the king? Who's the king now? Who's the king? Is this your king? Um, <laughs> is it Edwards? Is it William? I forget. Who's the fucking king now? Um, be mixing up all the names. King of England. King of Staten Island. That was a good movie. I like that. Thank you. Thank you, Google, for reminding me of it. King Charles. King Charles the Third. King Charles. Yeah. This <laughs> this man is uh what is he? He's like seventy six years old. Just barely getting into power. Is that is that right? Is that right? He is and dun, 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 bum, 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 history. Oh, English monarchy. I don't give a fuck about that. Um how old is he? Damn it. King of England age. There we go. Yeah, he's 73. There we go. He's 73. <laughs> King's Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. 73 years old. So that means he, yeah. So he <laughs> waited 73 years of his life and then finally took the throne, man. So what was his? He's 73. His mom was 96. Simple math tells me his mom was 23 when he had him as a son, I guess. That's how it works. So, <laughs> so wait your whole life, and then finally you take the throw, man. That's, that is old as hell, man. That is crazy. Man, we didn't, I didn't ask to do math on this show, but we're doing it. We're fucking here. Um, <laughs> what else happening? What else happening? Um, dude, the... This guy, oh my god, this guy had Vienna sausage fingers though. <laughs> like, you think this guy, this guy's ever picked up anything over five pounds in his life? Because I don't. <laughs> like, yo, did you see the photos that have been coming out of him with the crown, <laughs> dude, dude? His ring finger, oh my god, that thing it is holding on for dear life. <laughs> and like. Oh, dude, it looks like the skin's gonna envelop the the ring around it and just keep growing. Like, oh my god, oh, Jesus, <laughs> the fingers. Oh my god, man, ah, oh, wild shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Now I guess to be king. What a hard life, exactly. <laughs> you get to roll around in a motorcade. Oh man. <laughs> oh shit for real for real for real for real yeah manila uh i agree i agree 
Uh, what a what a what a great life. <laughs> so yeah, who do we got? Prince William now, and then what's the other one? What's his other? Harry? Harry? I feel fucking forgetting. I yeah, I'm bad with names. Prince Harry's the one that dated Meghan Markle. I'm bad. I'm fucking bad. Uh, or no longer Prince Harry. Ex Prince Harry. He couldn't. He couldn't do some salute or some shit to his mom he just had to look there in silence and be all sad and shit um like a normal person like a peasant <laughs> harry harry because e. i'm harry e you got license to kill <laughs> oh stupid stupid all right do i want to keep talking probably not Am I going to keep talking? Yeah, probably a little bit more. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll end on some American news, some American hot gossip has been happening. Um, or actually, hold on. A couple, couple quick things. A couple quick things. Let's see. We got... Um, uh, da, 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 da. Ricky Martin sues nephew Dennis Yadiel Sanchez for $20 million over the false claims of incest. Get your money. If, uh, if Yeah, that was wild. Um, let's see. What do we have? RP... P&B Rock, fatally shot at Roscoe's in Inglewood. I've been to that Roscoe's many a times. Sad, sad story. Um, let's see, what else? What else? Um, floods in Pakistan. Uh, Climate-induced humanitarian disaster of epic proportions, quote-unquote. <laughs> um, since June, there have been a thousand, over 1,000 deaths, a million homes damaged, 50,000 forced to seek shelter. Country's going through an eight-year, eighth monsoon cycle. Usually, they only have three or four per year. Uh, 750,000 farm animals killed. Economic losses over 10 billion. There's a melting of 7,000 glaciers in the mountains due to record high temperatures in the spring. They were up to 120 degrees in April. Third of the country is underwater. One out of seven residents were impacted. Uh, this was like a month ago, I think, when I had these stats. Holy fuck. Yeah. If you don't think that shit is real, um, yeah. Go <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> That's a lot of stats. That's a lot of fucking stats for you there. Um... Oh, I forgot to mention, because the Queen passed away, they canceled, like, everything for, like, two weeks over there up in the UK. Um, Premier League, they they stopped for a second. Um, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened. Um, boxing events. There's a lot of, a lot of events that they postponed. Um, let's see. Chinese scientists successfully create the worst, world's first mammal with fully reprogrammed genes. They did it in mice. So uh, humans coming down the pike. I don't know. I don't know. We, 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 we playing God out here, folks. What are we doing? What are we doing, man? Chinese got no regulations. They got no bumpers, bro. They going hard. Scientists doing whatever the fuck they want to. <laughs> it must be nice. It must be mice. <laughs> going for that cheese, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Racist as fuck to Megan Markle. They were. They were. Uh <laughs> <laughs> stupid stupid oh yeah it's an inglewood bro yeah bro <laughs> bro we can go to the different location for roscoe's bro and <laughs> we can get the to go roscoe's to go it's not as good but you know you know hey 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 um let's see here russian oil executive ravel maganov chairman of the board at luke oil dies after falling from moscow window on september the 1st he had apparently made a statement encouraging diplomatic end to the invasion of Ukraine months prior. Um, quote unquote, fell off of a building in Moscow. Um, I think we know who might be responsible for that. Um, I saw a headline today that there's like uh, been protests and a lot of arrests and apprehensions happening in Russia right now because apparently they're conscripting people to join the army. 
to go fight the Ukrainians right now throughout the winter time. And because it's the winter time, it looks like Russia, if they can have enough troops to go out there, they have a chance to crush Ukraine. I don't know if you guys know strategically, Russia dominates in the winter time, and there was apparently issues with their tanks being able to get entryway into Ukraine. A lot of shit. I don't know why I'm talking politics with you guys, geopolitical news, uh, at like 11 p.m., but uh, we're doing it. <laughs> so yeah, so apparently they, the roads, they can only take the roads, but if it's snowing, they can go off-road and shit. So yeah, uh, tough winter's coming for Ukraine. So yeah, uh, buckle up. Um, best of luck to you guys. Um, uh, just put the Klitschko brothers out front like they did before, and hopefully they'll protect the country like they've done so far. Um, but yeah, uh, that shit be happening. <laughs> um, um, dissidents be tossed out of buildings in Russia constantly. <laughs> That's just what happened. Doesn't matter how high of a ranking member of a, how big of a oligarch you are or whatever the fuck. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? All right. Um, U.S. news. The Biden administration agrees to relieve ten thousand dollars. In student loans, $20,000 if you got a Pell Grant and are you making on your 125K a year? And what, what, what? Your boy qualifies. You get some debt relief. What up? What up? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Um, yeah, you can <laughs> go take a nap now. You did your job. That's all I was asking for you. Actually, scratch that. Do that and then like legalize weed nationwide and then we're good. <laughs> and then you could just, you know, go off into the sunset and mumble, mumble off into retirement if you you know what i mean um that'd be cool um <laughs> probably not i don't know it took it took that long just to get some relief but i guess better late than never um <laughs> yo yeah my yeah I've, I've been i got shit to owe i got shit to owe me and a lot me and the rest of america we got a lot of fucking debt owed to uh <laughs> student loans um if the people, if if you're one of the people who like paid off your student loans, I hope you get retroactive relief as well, because I think that's, I mean, you better person than I am, but like, yeah, you deserve, a, <laughs> you deserve like, I don't know, tax relief or something. I don't know something. You need to benefit some some way for doing that. Um, let's see what else going on. Uh, housing affordability hits its worst level in 37 years in America. Um, so yeah. If uh, you own property, congratulations, you made it. Um, and if you're like me and most of Americans, um, yeah, I guess get, get keep getting used to paying the rent on the fifth, man, because it's like, <laughs> what else we doing, man? What else you got to do? Got to live somewhere. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I find it very difficult having conversations sometimes with people of different generations because they just there's situations are different and it's just like man i was such a this generation all lazy not doing anything and shit like that and i'm like bitch you, like, <laughs> my dollar doesn't go the same man like what i'm making versus like inflation is not keeping up y'all had some extra dough to pass around back then on on average statistically speaking yeah you got to make your own lot in life but like god damn god damn man yeah 37 years housing affordability so like come on man that's just it's like what's going on um i think the statistic was like for people graduating i graduated college and damn did i didn't that sentence did not make it seem like i was educated <laughs> i graduated it didn't um <laughs> Oh, shit. I done graduated. <laughs> yeah. So, 
2014, I finished college. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I think at that time, it was like uh, the average income that you get for having a master's degree around that time would have been the equivalent for someone 30 years prior just getting a bachelor's degree. So like, you got to do more for the same or less i guess i don't know i don't know um but yeah every everybody's got their own problems they had to deal with <laughs> their own shit so it is what it is man but like you know some sympathy man have some understanding and, and compassion and caring i talked to my aunts and uncles and my parents and stuff like that and they'd be fucking dropping the hammer i'm like hey man chill chill out man hey bro oh shit <laughs> Uh, it's wild. It's wild. Um, all right. A couple more, a couple more news and then we'll, we'll call it quiz. We're coming up on two hours here. Damn, damn. Put in work. Um, uh, yeah, we'll talk about this, man. I, the wildest political news that's happened recently. Uh, uh, Florida governor, Ron DeSantis reportedly taking these immigrants, these migrants from where were they from? Um, Venezuelan migrants from apparently Texas dropping them off in the Hamptons or in Martha's Vineyards <laughs> up in the East Coast. Like, yo, wild shit, political, crazy political stunt. Um, yeah, and ended up having crazy, crazy amount of news coverage this last like week and a half. Um, doing it to say that like hey like you you people who live in liberal states and liberal cities or whatever you guys want all these migrants to get in and for free well here have at them and then he quote unquote puts them on their doorstep um uh funny enough everybody in new york city was like talking shit on the governor like you guys are stupid everybody's left martha's vineyards at labor day <laughs> there's nobody there <laughs> oh man there's nobody left everybody went to the city they went back to, to massachusetts <laughs> they went back to new york um <laughs> you didn't have the same effect there they got an open vacancy they're actually willing to help people <laughs> they need they need the business <laughs> oh man but uh no tragic situation apparently these people got duped saying that they were gonna i don't know have like um uh supplies and places to stay and whatnot so i feel for the for the people uh who got on that that uh that plane ride man that's a long fucking trip man um I'm coming from venezuela to the border just that that's long as hell but uh yeah to be a part of that political stuff that's fucking crazy man um say what you want about like the whole situation with migrants and whatever effect that you have that's like human trafficking that's literally human trafficking you're moving people without their consent to another place um yeah by definition so uh we'll see what the hell's if any punishment i don't know if anything's gonna come back to him he might be all honest man like he might have just riled up his base and just got them to get more support because that's just kind of like how it is politics nowadays man you're just doing wild shit just to talk shit to the other side man but it's like man florida going crazy man i know desantis he was like one of the big uh up-and-comers on the the republican side People to say that, like, all right, we should nominate him instead of putting Trump up again. But, uh, yeah, after this shit, man, it's like, yeah, kind of like Trump taxes, man. Like, all right, you on my side or, or you're not. It's like, like, going out and, like, uh, burning the boats. What is that? Fucking um, Cortez burning the boats. Like, ain't no coming back. We ain't going nowhere else. 
we doing this we're gonna we're gonna do this or not so wild political shit man that's that's crazy that's fucking crazy um <laughs> so wild i can't believe i couldn't believe the fucking headlines i was like god damn it yeah what are we, what are we saying? I'm missing I'm missing this chat. Vanilla out here. Vanilla out here. Uh Russians getting fucked up. <laughs> uh what else? Uh fuck Russia. <laughs> uh I get Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, perfect. Yeah, interstate human trafficking. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, there's a lot of agencies that are now trying to like support and help in these uh, these migrants and these get them get them help. We'll see what happens, man. I don't know what the success rate is for people who like get involved with like things that are publicized publicized migrants who come over here, like the different caravans and shit like that. Like some of them end up getting sent turned back around. So. You know, you never know what what uh, what the deal is, but um, crazy shit, man. To take them from Texas, though, Texas all the way up to where's smart? Is the Hamptons and where the fuck is the Hamptons specifically? I just this is like this mythical place that like billionaires go to. New York is in New York, right? It's fucking right, where, where, where on the map is it? Where on the map is it? Show me, show me. Down the Hamptons. Oh yeah, okay, so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. All right. I, I see. I see you. I see you. Okay. Okay. Oh no! What am I doing? The Hamptons. All right. All right. Geographically, I know where it's at now. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um. Oh, how, what's happening, Loose Leaf? Coming in right at the end, right at the buzzer. So yeah. Ron DeSantis, what's going to happen to him? What's happening, man? In politics 2022. Was it 24? Is it the next election? Is that the one? Is my maths correct? Is my maths correct? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, will Biden survive it? <laughs> will he go the fate of Queen Elizabeth and uh, into the <laughs> afterlife? Come to find out next. On political action news. Um, yeah, human trafficking. <laughs> he definitely should. <laughs> That's definitely where he should go. But uh, you know politicians. They'd be getting off scot-free. Um, remember that time I hooked your cousin up? Yeah, I'm going to call him that favor now. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, of course. Of course. Um, what else? Last bit of news, a lot of crazy weather storms and weather patterns happening, uh, coming through, um, hitting the U.S., hitting North America in general, countries in the Caribbean as well. Uh, saw that Puerto Rico, they lost power a couple weeks ago, September the 19th, due to Hurricane Fiona that rolled through there. Um, caused a lot of damage, a lot of wreckage. So they were powerless for a few days. Their power grid was down. Um, I saw that Mexico and Taiwan both suffered earthquakes in the same week. Um, that was some very shocking, very scary footage from Mexico City. Um, I saw, I don't know if you guys saw it, there was like a, uh, uh, like a 
high rise ho- hotel that uh, had a pool up on the top, and some residents were like hanging out at the pool. And the earthquake started, and the water for the pool was splashing out like crazy. I was like, holy shit, I would not want to be there. That would have been scary. Um, I saw footage of like uh, a building in Taiwan that had like a counterweight in the middle of it, where like the weight basically stays exactly in the same spot. The building moves, and it like balances out the building so it like doesn't fall over or something. It was, they got, they got crazy engineering over there. Um, so yeah. A lot of craziness happening. Um, Mother Nature is nothing to mess with. So, like, be safe, be careful if you happen to be in a natural disaster area. Um, as I mentioned before, um, Hurricane Ian is rolling through the Gulf of Mexico right now. So, um, precaution to everybody. I'm sure if you live in one of these areas, you already know. Um, when this podcast drops, probably tomorrow, I hope. Hopefully, you got some better news, and this shit is is. Uh, taming down a little bit but um <coughs> god damn i'm losing my voice here i was talking for two hours is that all it does is that all it does um so yeah i saw that it's gonna be heading towards florida and orlando i think by this weekend i think was a projection so uh please be safe everybody uh hunker down all that stuff uh, if you gotta leave leave do what you gotta do just just it's all about survival make it to the next day so um so yeah a lot of crazy stuff happening uh, Pakistan underwater, um, hurricanes hitting the U.S., earthquakes everywhere. Um, knock on wood, because California has been due for the last like ten years now for another one. So, knock on wood. I've been a, some part of some small ones, and those are not fun ever. Very nerve wracking. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody's tuning in. Uh, thank you for the new follow there, KWB sixteen. What's happening? You sound like a um radio station there kwb 16 <laughs> um like a i don't know am news channel um <laughs> i'm an idiot anyway um yeah we're coming up on two hours on this podcast i think we should wrap this up thank you so much everybody tuned in this has been episode 118 of the puro gabriel show um rip once again to my raiders this year it is it is tragic tragic end um three three games three losses but it's NFL. That's how it is, man. Um, anyway, come out to Ty Angel Bar. We'll be having a next show on, uh, what is this, next Tuesday, uh, the 4th of October, uh, followed by the 18th. And we might try to do something for Halloween. We'll see. We'll see later in the month. Um, I still got to pick out my Halloween costume. Um, should I be Mexican Mr. Clean or should I be the Latino Dr. Phil? One or the other. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Sound off in the chat. Sound off in the comments. Uh, where should I go with that shit? Um, thank you for tuning in, everybody. Download this. Listen to this everywhere you get your podcasts. Give us love on YouTube. We need new subscribers. Hit that subscribe button. It does us um, a boatload of favors. Uh, helps us get some um, uh, ad sponsorship there. Get us some looks. Get us some views. Please give us love on Instagram at the Puro Caballero Show. You can follow me at Puro Caballero. Uh, same as you see here on Twitch. Um, yes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, Google Podcasts, you name it. Go get go get this go get it. Go get it everywhere, man. Go go show us love. Give us a rating. Give us a a nice little review. Um, and uh, we'll be coming back to you soon. I'm trying to get more guests on the show. Uh, weather's been permitting and schedules been uh, will be permitting sometime in the near future. 
But um, oh yeah, before before I sign off, um, coming to you soon. We got a big shout out to the Nuggies brand. Shout out to Nuggies out here. If you've seen these little characters of mine, uh, big shout out to my cousin Javi. He's coming in big. We're making some moves. Uh, coming to a smoke shop near you. If you're interested in an order, DM me. Hit me up. Hit me up. Whisper me. Hit some stuff up. Um, yeah, these are little dab tools here. Um, check them out. We wholesale. We can ship them out to you. Do all that, all that nice stuff. Little, little bleasy right here. What's up? What's up? And then we got some little figurines also too. Check them out. Check them out. Check them out. We got new molds coming to you. So, um, so yeah, uh, we'll be uh, selling. We're we're in stock right now at uh, the, all the Ziggy Smoke Shop locations up in Northern California. I think it's stocked in. I want to say Tracy as well. Uh, smoke shops in Santa Cruz. Sacramento, up in Oregon, we're down here in uh in LA, Orange County as well too. So so yeah, come check us out. Um head into uh to smoke shops near you. Go get your little characters now. Ba ba ba. So yeah, shout out to Nuggies. Give us a follow uh, on Instagram at nuggies.us. I want to say is the Instagram page. Um yeah. We're blown up, we're coming big. So yeah, those are the new moles, those are the new characters. We'll be releasing more coming up. Um, but yeah, this has been episode 118. Y'all been dope. Peace. Until next time. Yeah, yeah. Just press the buttons. Ah, let's get out of here. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in.